Legion, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are here tonight with the Knights, Knights of the, the Round Table. I am your host with the most who likes to give toasts. My name is Logan LeBeau. I am here with Dave D. Saint. Totally Roki 093. Hey, what's up? Phantom's Mask here. Gus J. Swallow 777 is on his way. He is right now trying to find some good news for Marvel because, you know, they're slacking. So, we're here today with trailers. What do we got? Alrighty, everybody. It is Dave D. Saints, and I'm going to start off with our trailers segment of our podcast. Alrighty. So, first trailer that I want to talk about, Sabrina Season 4, which is dropping on December 31st, New Year's Eve. So, um, I saw the trailer. I have not seen the series yet. I was familiar with the original series. Um, I know that Todoroki is freaking crazy for this show. So, I definitely gave it uh, the trailer a shot and uh, does not look like it misses. It looks amazing. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Are you guys looking forward to it? Yes, yep. I am. Oh, yes, I am. So, Roki, do you want to give us a little insight about it? Well, it's just pretty much nothing like the 90s TV show. Pretty much. And it, I like the darker aspect of it. And it's like, it. I know the um, Satanic Church sued, their, um, sued the show because it was a real portrayal of how they worship the devil and I just like I just enjoy it and I hope you guys enjoy it and it's a final season I think that's pretty stupid that the satanic church will actually try to uh, sue somebody for something that not only they believe in there's a lot of people who believe this type of stuff and they do it the same pretty much the same way so I don't think that there's like a trademark on a specific way of Conjuring no. Satan or hell or whatever the it, case. It was, it was the statue that got him mostly. The statue in the school. The Bahasaf is it Bahasafat or whatever? Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's the thing. That's no, it, it, it was too original to the one that they have in Florida. That's why. So they got a trademark for that. Not really. It's just that it's a major statue. Like if you go to the Hispanic Church, and there's one in Florida, there's one in Ohio, there's one in um, I think it's California. I'm not sure. But it's similar to the statue of that one. Like, it's legit, almost close. It's like okay, one symbol it's off. similar. You know how many people make a lot of, of course. similar... I'm, I know people can't see it, but I'm air-quoting. Similar things, but it's like songs. You know how many people make similar beats and kind of make it seem like it's their own? And they, almost, they almost get sued, almost. Almost. Well, that's pretty crazy. But the show looks amazing coming to Netflix on New Year's Eve, which I'm excited for. So that means that, guess what? I have to do a marathon, which I am currently moving on to Riverdale Season 2, uh, which is also a spinoff. Um, Sabrina is a spinoff of Riverdale. So, um, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. So moving on, um, I don't know if you guys saw this trailer, but I saw this trailer. Obviously, you say you don't watch season three trailers or whatever because if, especially if you don't know what it is about but this trailer made me want to see the first season and the second season and that is american gods now yes. that you say that i saw the trailer just for the hell of it and now i want to watch the show it, so looks, I'm, it, looks, I'm, I'm it looks freaking I'm awesome i think you would like this show too <laughs> it's uh to deal with a lot of like i have actually seen season one of american gods and there's a lot of sex in it and i thought you want to watch it more 
No. Now I want to watch it even Sorry. more. But I, I enjoyed season one. I just didn't have time to watch season two. But based on the trailer, I got to keep on watching season two to watch season three. You want to add anything to that? Yes, that noise was me. Sorry. Uh, American Gods. Eh. <laughs> did you even see the trailer? I actually did. And Michael couldn't vouch for me. I did see the trailer. I don't know. It kind of gives me like that old like uh, like uh, like, an, like, an, like a battle of, of of like gods of some sort of vibe of some sorts of like I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Really it looks interesting though. I want to definitely give it a shot. Uh, moving on, uh, obviously us '80s babies, uh, or uh, maybe yeah, even the '90s babies, and even to this day they're doing reruns. Um, I'm pretty excited to see that Saved by the Bell is getting a sequel series, which I would have thought that they would have actually renamed it, uh, not Saved by the Bell, the sequel series or whatever. But um, yeah, they uh, dropped the trailer, and it looks like uh, pretty much the whole cast, except for Dustin Diamond, is returning. Um, it seems like it's going to be just as fun, but with a modern day twist because of the fact that um, they don't—it doesn't have the same TV vibe as the first, um, the first series. What do you guys think? Say it by the bell. I'm for it, and Dustin Diamond—he's he, in jail, I think, right now. No, so from what no, I heard, yeah. Not. If I'm not mistaken, I, I kind of read about it on that. I'm actually half. I'm half excited and I'm half not. Only reason why I'm excited is because they're actually bringing back Saved by the Bell with half the original cast members. Like Lark Verrees is going to be in there, Lisa Turtle, which everybody thought was too far gone. No, they came back in a way. They, they don't. Look, they look pretty good for no, themselves. No, no, no. Lisa Turtle, she supposedly had a lot of mental oh, situations yeah, yeah, that yeah. she's battling. Well, it, from what we saw in the preview, they they, they don't look that bad. They I, don't. They they, they just, don't. They look a little pretty more, well. A little withered, but um, yeah. So, still... uh, I'm actually excited about that. But what I'm not excited about is if you've seen the trailer, and if you haven't, spoilers, uh, you'll see that they're actually up against um, these new generation of children who don't share their like values of, Generation of, of what they were yeah like so it's like you're looking at them and you look battle of the ages it's like one of those like one of these modern movies that are like yeah that was my thing and the and the kids are like this yeah, was the original that's that's no that's, don't worry we had that feeling me and dave d saints here when we saw a certain movie this week we'll let you know that oh, later yeah. on <laughs> Anyway, the thing is, is that I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm like iffy. I'm like, I, I'm excited, but I'm not excited to see what happens when the, when the show comes on. Yeah. What about you? Did you get any feelings toward it? Um, I like Saved by the Bell, and I liked when they went to the the time that they went on the beach on a vacation. Are you talking like about that? Um, that was the movie. That Second was the Kelly's that movie. was the main. No, no, no. That was made for TV movie. It was called um, Saved by the Bell Go Hawaii. Yeah, that and then when they went to college, I yeah, like college. I'm a, Saved by the Bell of college. Yeah, I like I love Saved by the Bell and I love how Mario Lopez still looks the youngest out yes, of Yes, he of them. became the most famous one out of yeah, all. Yeah, and I saw him on Dance with the Stars. So I'm looking forward for him, but you know, 
I'm going to keep my opinions until I watch the show. Definitely. Alrighty, moving on. X-Men, the animated series trailer. So, obviously, this is not the new one that Disney promised us. But they are bringing the whole animated Fox series to Disney+. Plus. Um, what do you guys think? Especially the 80s babies, which was probably me and him. You probably saw it, too. Who knows? What do you think? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, yeah. Oh. I finally get to see it from beginning to I, end. I, I, I want to. I want the first episode. Gambit introduced, trying to save Jubilee in the mall from the Sentinel. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm kind of excited to watch. I've watched the animated series, but um, I liked it because it told more stories than what the X Men future up, updated stuff has showed us. Because stuff been canceled, but this one has gone into stuff that you haven't really seen in modern TV. So I can't wait for the new generation to watch what we watched. Well, the modern generation, I mean, the modern generation is going to watch it and be like, oh my God, this looks corny because the animation was totally different back then. I love the animation, but uh, kids nowadays, kids nowadays will not see it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, what about you? X-Men animated series? Yeah or nay? Sure. I mean, this it's just the original shows like there was before, so there's really nothing new going on nothing there. Nothing new, but I mean, it's basically they're making a. I mean, here's my opinion: they're making a like this big old announcement saying, "Hey, X Men's coming," but they're not really saying, "Hey, X like the original uh, anime is coming." But it's it's, it's like uh, how Netflix and Hulu when they uh, they don't really announce it, but when you go into the apps, you would just see it pop up and like, oh, it's back. See, because the thing is, is that. When Disney Plus was announced and when it dropped, a lot of people went crazy to go and watch certain things because they thought that everything was going to be up there. Unfortunately, Disney put a certain percentage of stuff up there, not everything. And being that they acquired Fox, they have a lot of Fox stuff. So X-Men has always been one of the most sought after TV shows that people have been going crazy for. Kind of like Mighty Ducks Part 1. They have Mighty Ducks 2, 3, but they won't have one there. You know, so... They do like a real, like a big old release for it. Now that they're dropping it, everybody's like, oh my God, they're going crazy for it because they're getting ready to view the whole thing, even though it's the original series. But this is going to amp you up for the next series that's coming up, you know? But, excuse me, moving on. Halloween Kills. We This movie was supposed to already have dropped. Unfortunately, the pandemic hit, so they had to push it back because they knew that uh, they were going to lose a lot of money. So, obviously, this is the the third one in supposedly said series. So, the first one would be John Carpenter's Halloween. Then, 2018's Halloween with uh, the return of Michael Myers in the Insane Asylum. And then now, Halloween Kills, which would be the third one. So, at this point, they erased the original Halloween. They erased uh, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. They erased, they erased everything that happened after that. So, this would be the real series. Um, I saw the trailer. I got that whole mystic feeling again from the 2018, you know, the whole Halloween feel, you know, when everybody in the neighborhood is walking around in their costumes. And, and you know, I, I just always I would get that longing that I want to be part of that town, you know. Um, there was a movie called Trick or Treat that did the same thing. Uh, Hubie Halloween, which uh talk about it later, did the same thing. And, um, you know, there's just so many movies that are filled with that type of feeling where everybody's just walking on, uh, on the streets getting candy with costumes everything looks really really homey so when i saw this trailer it gave me this whole same feeling but 
it's with Michael Myers, and he's still around. You know, he somehow escaped. He somehow escaped. From what I understand, I saw the little snippet. He escaped through a, a hole underground or something that was in the on the thing. So I guess we'll see better when the movie actually comes out. But it looks like it's pretty cool. So uh, what do you guys think? I just think that you know, if you've seen the the 2018's Halloween version. Um, you, at the at the very end, if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Uh, you see that how you know Michael Myers is trapped underground and you know being burned alive. Yet somehow, some way, the douche decides to actually stay alive. Didn't you see that snippet where supposedly how he escapes? No, actually I, I saw. Didn't. I saw. I didn't, at the end of the movie, you for like five seconds. You know, after the credits go up, all you do is like you hear a breathing, which breathing. is him. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, this fucker's still alive. <laughs> what do you think? Anything? Halloween kills? There's too many damn Halloweens for me to keep up with, but as you guys said, this one is actually the, the sequel, real third, yeah. real third one. So as my mom used to love Halloween, I'll be watching it with her. The four, I actually have all the Halloween, so one of these days maybe we can have a marathon. Um, but a, part four will be the final one from what the company is saying so i guess we'll have to see what did you think anything good i can't wait i for us horror people we like the, the richard donner version and how they mm -hmm. spin it off for superman and how they do true sequels yeah so this is gonna be a true sequel so i can't wait um one thing that i uh what was i gonna say dang i totally blanked out oh for some odd reason <laughs> I saw this Michael Myers, and he looked a little more brutal. And even though um, the Rob Zombie Michael Myers was brutal, I don't know for some odd reason I would like to put both of them in a fight and see who would win because this Zara, this this Michael Myers looked brutal. The other guy was played by Tyler Maine. I don't know who played this guy, but I know that he just looked brutal. He just going from place to place, killing people at random, just mm, slitting people's throats, whatever. I just wish that. They could have made the sequel a little sooner because if we were just to get all of the uh, Michael Myers in place and the ones that are actually canon were the ones that Jamie Lee Curtis was in, right? Well, so Jamie Lee Curtis was in part seven. She was in part eight. Oh, and then she came back for uh, for this part two. And she's, she's been in a crap load of them. So, but this, supposedly one, so this one is a tech, uh, the Halloween Kills. And this is a part three. If you look at the timeline, so you got Halloween the original in the eighties, right? Then you have seventies. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to. Sorry, anger you. Seventies, <laughs> uh, right? The original, the first one, right? And then you got the technical second one, which is twenty eighteen. You, you know, that's that's a huge gap. You know, and the people who are actually well, that's why she's old. They're all they're, they're both old. <laughs> they're both. And old. if anybody were to look at this, they're gonna be like, "Oh, so okay, so this is how I. So this is part one. This is part." But why are they old? Now, one thing that people are mistakenly forgetting about is that Halloween, the new one with, with that happened in 2018, that's a feminist film. You have Laurie Strode, which is Jamie, Lee, uh, Jamie, Jamie, whatever Jamie Lee Curtis, her daughter, and her daughter's daughter, who are teaming up to fight. Michael Myers, 
which was a woman empowerment film, I believe. Um, I remember seeing it in the theater and that happening, and I was like, the movie's about to end, and it was quiet, and the whole theater's just watching the movie, and I'm like, this is a true empower woman's empowerment movie, and everybody started laughing, because it's the truth. It was like three women against the men. Um, but um, let's see where it goes from there. So anything seems else? Like, seems like Michael can't be killed. I, we should have a, a movie where Michael and Jason go at it. Well, that's the thing. They were thinking. <laughs> see, when um, um, Freddy vs. Jason came out, they were thinking about throwing him in there. But they were like, wait, we already have one silent killer to have another silent killer. So then they started thinking about other things. That's when they finally came up with the whole thing. Let's just reboot it with Rob Zombie's thing. But yeah, let's keep it moving. Uh, did you guys see the trailer for Walking Out starring Matt Bomer? I was just about to watch it. That movie looks cool. Matt Bomer with his son, they go off to like the mountains or whatever, and um, they're like way somewhere, and he ends up breaking his leg, and his son has to carry him all the way back, but in the snow, so it makes it that much harder. And at one point, he looks like he's gonna die. Oh, so it's like a survival movie. Yo, survival. Speak movie. of an independent film, like literally that trailer only shows like three people. Three people, but this movie looks it's amazing. So and if Matt Bomer was to become a big megastar or win an award, I think this would be the movie for him. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so far, they just see him as a token gay guy. But now he's actually coming out well, he, of that he, whole he, thing. He was in white collar, so you can't really... I haven't really seen white collar. What? No. But I see What's him. wrong with you, man? You can actually see him as for his true ability of acting. So, anything you have to say walking out? No? Uh, you haven't seen the trailer? I think Survivor movies They're always should fun. be watched. Illegal? So that... What? So that way, people can get an idea of what to do when it happens. True. If if the movie is true, by the way, you can't have like a fake survival movie and be like, "Oh, that's what happens," and throw gas and fires and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Continuing on. Um, this isn't really so much of a trailer, but uh, it was kind of like the making of. But they were talking about something that's coming. Uh, the Conjuring Three. The devil made me do it. Now. It looks like it's gonna continue. Supposedly, I in the tri- in the in the in the snippet that they showed, it looked like um, they showed um, what's his name, uh, the the crooked man. Yeah, the crooked he's, man. He's the next sequel of this. Yes, that looks cool. And wait. then um, uh, they're talking about taking the movie to another level instead of being a haunted house. So where are they going with this? Are they doing the Lutz family, which no. is uh, Amityville? Because no, from what they're I understand, do, they're, do, uh, uh, they're doing that. Guy, yeah, that's the they're, Lutz doing, they're not doing the Amityville house though. They're doing the trial. They're trying to. Yeah, because he was possessed and he this, came this, out. This of is the, the first ever time that it was trialed of a demonic demonic possession yeah. being used as a an excuse to, yeah. to you know so they're they this whole thing is for them convincing that it was a demonic possession it looks like it's going to be definitely interesting and this is going to continue with the whole pushing it forward with more oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 con- the conjurers oh yeah so what did you think did you see it the conjuring three devil made me do it Yes, and I've seen one and two, and no, I... no, the trailer for this it wasn't really a trailer. It was like the making. You said the, the Conjuring, the Devil Made Me Do It. That's yes. what it's called. Yeah, it's that same of the movie. Uh, it's gonna follow the whole uh, Abbeville Horror, Horror Trial. That story. is the most terrible. That 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 excuse alone is the most terrible excuse I've ever hey, heard. But, but but it looks like it's gonna be good, and they're already from there. They're gonna move on to the Crooked Man. 
Yep. Which is the next uh, installment to the Conjuring universe. I get you. And is that all, isn't that also part of the old... That is serious. Like, and, oh, I was going to say, like the Annabelle series and all yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, Annabelle, so we got, okay. So we got, the first one would be wow. Annabelle Creation. Mm-hmm. The second, no, actually, is it, it's, no, it's The Nun. The, the Nun's The Nun, first. Annabelle Creation, Creation Annabelle... Um, the Conjuring. The Conjuring. The con- oh wait, oh then goes Annabelle comes home. Annabelle comes home the, the after the Conjuring. And then La Llorona. La Llorona. And then Conjuring, Conjuring two, two. And then the, the next one is Conjuring three. Plus the Crooked Man. I don't the even cro- know where that's the, gonna the fit. The Crooked Man's gonna fit because the, what was the last one? The last one was um. The Conjuring three. No, with the little boy in the tent in the in the, in the hallway in his house. That's Conjuring three. That's Conjuring three. Yeah. Remember, the, the crooked man's in that little thing that he spins. Exactly. So, so that's the crooked man. Gonna, so I think he's going to be in the middle of the, these So, two. But this is going to be, uh, be kind of like supernatural because the thing is, it's based on a story. Of course. So now the story is going to come to reality because they even said, James Wan was talking about it, saying that this is going to be very interesting because all the other movies were based in real time, in human yeah. time, but oh, now yeah. it's going to be based on a story. So it's going to be them transversing into from a book into but real the, life. But you see how... How, I love how they got the 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 father. If oh, not, Patrick Wilson. No, no, no the, the the father for the Amityville Horror Story. He's there to console. Oh, that yeah, him. that's the guy. Oh, I loved I loved him. how they got him to console. That's crazy. Film. The man right. committed the murder supposedly. He's gonna talk He's about the about, situation. Yeah. Continuing on, George Clooney, The Midnight Sky. I don't remember. I saw this, but I don't remember the trailer. I loved it. I loved what it. was it again? Jog my memory. Um. Uh, a pandemic we don't know what kind of pandemic happened to the world and it's him I think it's his daughter I'm not sure it's him and a girl are sending a satellite signal to people in space who are out there looking for for us to colonize another planet and they're coming back but they don't know if they can come back yet they don't know where to go why am I the midnight sky I'm drawing such a blank right now the end of the the last clip of that trailer is them walking toward the satellite and it's a bright starlit sky guy like it's, it's yeah it's, i remember vague images of it i can't remember that the whole trip, thing. That you know you said he was the best good. batman george Clooney. get the hell out yo yo listen <laughs> the kimler the Clooney, the no 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 those were like <laughs> even michael keaton even when he said it it was like it's a joke it is a joke <laughs> um what did you think about me nice guy do you remember it uh, vaguely, but yeah, I know. So, for some odd reason, it didn't impact my mind as much. I remember the other ones, but I don't remember that. I guess I'll be waiting to watch it. Reserve your rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, continue on. Creep Show animated special. Now, I'm a fan of the first and second Creep Show. They scared the crap out of me as a child. Part three, not so much. And then uh, Shutter picked up uh, the series, and now they're coming out with a Creep Show animated uh, special. I guess it's somewhere. Um, I guess it was a Halloween thing or whatever the heck. What did you think? Did you see it? I saw the I saw the snippet. I like I love how they updated the the the, so the, the creepy guy. Yeah. Nah, he looked like the, the, um, the, the, the keeper. The keeper. They updated him, so he's more a lot more animatronic. So I like how they did that. Yeah, and he's like a person and, walking, and it's animated, so they could, they could get gory. It's, yeah. it's a Shutter film animation, so they could cool. they could get gory. So I, any I of you guys. Away. I was a really fan of Creep Show. Like, yeah. you know, I don't like, you know, back in the 80s, you know, like the horror movies, like Evil Dead and everything like that. I mean, to me, it was like, eh. Very cool to watch, though. Yeah. I'm really scared. But this is an animated movie, so it's going to be, I guess, tempted for kids? Or is this some adult I, I thing? I hope not. I, I really hope it's for teenagers. What about you? Anything? 
reserve my I do it. I know this is something that you'll probably want to talk about because you actually wrote about this in our page. Transformers War of Cybertron trilogy. Whoa. And I believe that this Transformers would be absolutely it's animated, right? Uh, it's a CGI. It's CGI. Yeah. CGI. So it would be great for cheering. For cheering? <laughs> you were talking about this, so Yeah, so I'm excited because I love the animated series, all the cartoons that they had, I like. I did not like the actual movie, except for the first one. The first one was good. They should have just left it at that, but they wanted to do sequels because they made bad. This isn't the one Jason David Frank is in it, right? Jason David Frank? Because he actually is a voice of one of the... Uh, oh, I was about to say, I was like, Jason no, 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 he, I don't know if, this is, if he's part of this one. I don't know, I got the movie research, but I do know that he actually is a voice of... Uh, uh, one of the robots and uh, one of um, one of one of the Transformers. This is Tommy. He's talking about Tommy from the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Sorry for those who don't know. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. As uh, as you know, this is a trilogy, but the first two already came out a while ago. I think we talked about it in one of our earlier podcasts before the guys joined our team. <laughs> but yeah, the trailer looks pretty interesting. Um, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a go. You know, uh, still to this day, my favorite Transformers was always Beast Wars, and um, yeah, Beast Wars, Beast Wars was dope. All right, oh, wait, one something. I know Darius McCray, who yeah. was the Black Ranger. No, the black. It was the Black Transformer. No, black but the, he was the Black he was Ranger. Blue, Eddie Winslow. Yeah, Eddie Winslow. He was the voice of Jazz in Jazz uh, inside he the. A no, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I got his face mixed up with someone else's. Okay. Sorry. Continuing on, Freaky Second Trailer, uh, which is the story of uh, the serial killer who gets tra- yeah. um, traded with a girl. Yeah, um, the first still, was, was pretty scary. Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, scary. I don't think these movies are scary. I think they're, most, they're no. meant to poke fun right. at the whole crossover. The first one was it looked interesting, but the second one made it seem like, oh, it's like one of those like. Like scary, not not really scary. Like try to like like make it like a, little, a comedy horror kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. What do you think? Is this the one that they were interviewing each other? No, uh, freaky. Where uh, Vince no, Vaughn, because I know there was a there was a. This is the one where they incorporated the song by uh, No Doubt. I'm just a girl. I know. Oh, okay. Me. I didn't see that because I seen another one in which that they're interviewing. Like they're interviewing them and they're talking about like each other's roles and stuff and how like how the girl was the perfect killer and like when they came to work like you know stuff like that behind the scenes it was more behind the scenes stuff yeah all right well I'm glad that Vince Vaughn is coming back I mean he hasn't done a movie he hasn't in a while. done a movie in a while and all the movies that he's done before were flops so big oh and uh from what I understand. He's in talks and almost end up doing Wedding Crashes too. So, another one. Yes. All right. Continuing. Uh, Dracula Motion comic book trailer. I don't know if you guys probably found that interesting. I didn't really so much, but it was a trailer that dropped, and they're gonna do the actual comic book uh, motion picture, like 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 it was well, they did a Buffy Sandman reading and Buffy yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't. I I figure you guys don't really care about that one. So I'll just drop it in there. Honorable mention: The Curse of Audrey Earnshaw. That looked creepy. That, that looked, it looked good. I I actually did, looked it up to see if it was real, because uh, it, it made me think it was it happened. Like it was actually a pretty good trailer. It was pretty good. Yeah, I know you like the whole demonic thing. So yes, I do. Okay. 
And the last trailer that we're going to be talking about is The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Um, I've been seeing this a while and I was like, I would be damned if I didn't freaking um, mention this because I believe it's out on Amazon now. Um, I figured that we should talk about it. Um, it looks it looks decent. It looks like one of those. It reminds me of Werewolf uh, American Werewolf, Werewolf Paris, London. Yes. Yeah, because okay, Paris or London, London. both of them. Because it, it reminds me of the, the suit. If you, if you watch the trailer when he appears behind the girl in the car in the car scene, yes. that suit reminds me of that movie. Yes. So I, I, it's gonna bring that old fashioned comedy horror. So I, I can't wait. I want to see it. What about you? See the the Wolf in Snow Hollow. I reserve my opinion because I do love a werewolf flick. So I just see. Did you like uh, an American Wolf in Paris? I did not see that. One of my favorite. I remember watching that in the theaters. Although the, although the CGI doesn't stand to this day, but it was pretty cool. What? I don't think directors even know how to use it properly, like the mistake that they did with the Justice League. I think that was a that was like a, the, the like. As soon as I saw Superman and the, the opening day, I just I didn't want to watch it no more. Well, that, yeah, no, that was uh, that was what's his name, uh, Joss Whedon. That was Joss Whedon's fault. <clears throat> but you know, Marvel messed it up. Zack Snyder <laughs> is gonna. Zack Snyder is on his way with this new beautiful piece of work that we will see momentarily throughout next year. And that concludes our trailer segment of our of our tri- of our uh, sorry of our podcast and now I'm going to go right into my news and entertainment segment. Um so starting off with sad news. Um earlier yesterday I believe it was Sean Connery who passed away at the age of 90. So he joins the departing class of 2020, which is very sad cuz he did some of my favorite movies of all time like Highlander, Indiana Jones, he played Dr. Jones, uh, Extre- extraordinary gentleman um The Untouchables. The Untouchables was he did just too many movies that were beyond uh so uh here's our prayers to the families and um hope everybody gets uh good you know continuing on james bond no time to die being shopped around by streaming sites but they are looking for 600 million dollars payout so for now nothing is confirmed it's still keeping with its selected date of releasing in movie theaters okay uh, moving on to the next bit of news, Animorphs. Authors part ways with upcoming movie. Fans were excited to hear that Scholastic Entertainment and Picture Start were working on bringing K.A. Applegate and Michael Grant's Animorphs series to the big screen, especially since both creators were on board to consult and make sure the film delivered on the books. Unfortunately, that is no longer the case. As Grant has announced, they have parted ways with pictures start over creative differences. I would like to say my... I love Animorphs the movie. I like the concept of turning into animals. And then if you stay too long, you stay that animal. I just love the idea of it. And I was saddened that, you know, that the... It's, you know, delayed, pretty much. So, I just can't wait. I mean, they're going to make it, but it's just not going to be with the original authors. So it's going to be very, uh, it's probably going to be a little different feel. Hopefully they keep, I mean, I was never really a book. Uh, I never read the books. I know one person who has, and, um, you know, he probably wouldn't mind, but I don't know. Continuing on, Mark Wahlberg showcased the stash, the mustache on social media to play Sully for Uncharted. And the shirt. And the shirt, uh, the clothes. 
Huh? Somebody quoted on his mustache as if um, Dirk, Dirk, uh, what was it? Dirk Ziggler? Dirk, was it, that was his last name? Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler was coming From back. the porno. <laughs> Boogie the Nights. Boogie Nights. <laughs> All right, Uncharted wrapped with filming and news about it being a prequel with Tom Holland portraying young Drake has dropped that he will be portraying a prequel version of him. Uh, continuing on the fourth and final season of Sabrina coming to Netflix New Year's Eve which I already said sorry I put it up there but something that you probably didn't know is that uh, with the Sabrina TV show they are making a spin-off of the show with uh, the character of the wait what was his name Sully? no 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 uh, there's a uh, shoot wait wait where is it where is it where is it in the Sabrina show there's a teacher you know you would know Where's the teacher, uh, the inventor, Tim Smith or Tom Swift or something like that? They're actually they're actually making a spinoff show off of uh, of Sabrina's uh, Tom Tom Swift. Here we go. No, that's not it. Um... All right, so they're making a spinoff on. No, I just wanted to. It's going to be uh, on on uh, Netflix, I believe. Oh, okay. So, all right. Well, when I get to it, I'll get to it. Oh, Nancy. Uh, Nancy jo- oh, I'm sorry. That's not Sabrina. Sorry. I will le- I'll mention it for later. <laughs> I totally jumped ahead. Netflix announces an Assassin's Creed show alongside an anime series, which we spoke briefly about it last week. Uh, Cyberpunk releases new date for December 10. Uh, December tw- 10. There are people who are actually stating death threats for pushing everything back. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Fans are actually sending people uh, who push these movies back death threats. And that's freaking crazy. That's not going to happen, but it's like, yo, chill out. Just because your stuff is being pushed back. Continuing on, Blood of Zeus is now on Netflix. I don't know if any of you guys have watched it. It looks pretty interesting. The first 15 seconds of it. And then I had to go. Oh, okay. Tomb- yeah, it does look interesting. Yeah. Tomb- uh, talking about delays, Tomb Raider 2 release date has been delayed indefinitely. Far Cry 6 has been delayed with no future release date, which sucks again. More deep releases that are pushed back. Uh, Insidious 5 is a go, and Patrick Wilson will return and will direct. So uh, let's see what he has. Because I mean, he, any other movies? he didn't. He started in all of them, but he oh, will be the director say, now. You know what? Let's do a five. Let's do it. Continuing on, Tom Holland, the original director of Fright Night, no association with Spider-Man, Tom Holland, is writing an original sequel to a Fright Night movie. But they had, uh, I'm asking you guys, because I remember the original movie had a sequel. Both of them had sequels. And they are making another sequel called Fright Night 2 Resurrection. So I'm like... Is it a reboot? Okay, so Fright Night came out back in the 80s. They made a sequel where Chris Sarandon's, who was the head vampire, he gets killed off and his sister comes down. So that's uh, Fright Night 2. Then they made the remake with uh, Colin Farrell. And then he gets killed off and they made a sequel with a a female vampire. And now they're making another sequel, Resurrect. I don't think so. I don't think this one's going to make anything. Continue on. Jason Blum from Blumhouse Pictures would like to redo Friday the 13th as his next project. 
Um, I thought that was already in the works. Unfortunately, um, I guess it's not. But then again, um, the rights went back to the original person, so that person could well, do whatever they want. So Netflix hasn't renewed the third season of Umbrella Academy, but resources have stated that they have renewed it behind the scenes and will begin shooting the next batch of episodes in February of next year, trying to wrap by August. Nice. Good. Cult hit Ginger Snaps, which is a werewolf movie, is being adapted into a TV series. The Hobbits trilogy is coming to HBO Max. Fear of the Walking Dead gets the Walking Dead alumni Dwight. Uh, his story has been about finding Sherry pretty much in terms of canon. It's why Austin Emilio left The Walking Dead for Fear of the Walking Dead as the second crossover character between the shows. You've been watching the Fear of the Walking Dead so you know who Dwight is. A lot of classic films and show reunions have done it and now super bad cast doing a reunion watch party in order to raise money for de the, the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. Will Michael B. Jordan direct Creed 3? Quote, Deadline reports that the company is working on another Creed film and Jordan is considering directing. No more information was given about the p potential third installment to Rocky spinoff series, but this could mark Jordan's directorial debut. But isn't wasn't he supposed to direct Static no, Shock? Produce. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they always find ways of doing certain things. Courtney Cox released an Instagram pic of the scream killer behind her with scissors in hand by her hair bangs. Uh, she had this scared look on her face. The status read, not the bangs. So that means that her bangs are going to go for... Scream 5. No, Courtney. Stranger Things 4 reveals set photos plus new character looks like a white male with a flock of seagulls haircut, a black male, and a female. So there's probably going to be three new characters joining the fray. Amazon Prime being sued over Borat 2. <laughs> Quoted, quotes... Uh, my mother is a person that would never be participating in this and would never play the, the game if she would know what it was about. Uh, she was an incredible woman and very intelligent, St. Pierre said. But this is bigger than my mom. I do think I'm fighting here not only for my mom, but for the entire Jewish community, particularly the Holocaust survivors. Judith Dim Evans, a Holocaust survivor that appears in the film and whom the entire feature is dedicated to as she passed away before its release, speaking with WSB. TV Atlanta Evans' daughter Michelle Dim St. Pierre alleges that the film's producers tricked her mother into appearing in the movie by masking what the movie actually was and even alleging they forged her signature on the release form, but this was later dismissed in the week. Will Clancy Brown return to Highlander? Quotes. You know who Clancy Brown is, right? Did you see Highlander? Uh, the first movie. Or yeah, the the, the uh, his name was uh, uh, I forgot their name. Curland Cur 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 or something like that. Will Clancy Brown return for Highlander? He quotes, Oh no, my character's dead. He got his head cut off. That's not happening anymore. Brown recently shared with comicbook.com about a possible return. I'm looking forward to the reboot. I hope it gets done. I can't wait. I would love to see it, but I don't have any aspirations to be part of that franchise. He added, It was it was of his time. There is no reason for me to return. I did my time. I did my bit. It's time for other people to have fun with it. 
That rhymes. Mm-hmm. Continuing on Netflix Pacific Rim's anime first look. Looks pretty awesome, I saw. Mm-hmm. Final Destination 6 next installment gets delayed because of COVID-19. The Babysitter's Club second season renewed by Netflix. Wendy's is giving away free chicken sandwiches for the next two weeks. Let's go. Wow, fast food. (laughs) Peanuts fans petition to bring Charlie Brown special back to broadcast TV. Supernatural star Jared Padalecki calls series finale. Padalecki calls series finale his all-time favorite episode. Like I said before, Wedding Crashers 2, Vince Vaughn has exciting update for sequel plans, so they are doing one. Ooh, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Nancy Drew spinoff series coming based on inventor Tom Swift. So it's Nancy Drew. I got a mistake with the other one. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are now married after surprising wedding. Congratulations. Oh, it's about time. Vince McMahon documentary coming to Netflix. And sync movie coming from crazy oh, ex-girlfriend creator God. Rachel Bloom. I can't wait. Of course you can't. Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons live action TV show in the works. And finally, Jordan Peele has acquired another classic that he's going to redo called People Under the Stairs Remake. Oh, which I'm excited one. for that because I, I remember wait. seeing the first one. Yeah. Alrighty then, so we just finished our news and uh, entertainment portion plus our trailers and I'll give thanks to myself Um, and now we are moving in with the Marvel, Disney, Sony part of our segment with uh, Gus J. Swell 777 who is here everybody I know that he wasn't here before but now he is here so he's going to give his little intro and Najee, uh, sorry Todoroki, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, here you go, guys. The floor is yours. How you guys doing today? What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? All right, guys, all right. So, Game of Thrones, Lena he- Game of Thrones is Lena Headey and Luke Wilson from Stargirl have joined the cast of New Gen, the animated series. New Gen is a superhero comic series that centers around a war over nanotech, being sought after by the two great scientists, Gabriel and Daedalus, who live in the extra-dimensional world as known as New Gen. Luke Wilson will be bringing us some comic relief with the role of RoboDuck, a flame-belching sidekick to the scientist Gabriel. Lena Headey will be assuming the role of Thea, the prophet and leader of the Agency of Protection of New Gen. This is being uh, portrayed by the Marvel Comics series as of their second season, and we're, I'm excited for what's to come. Uh, next set of news, we have Ch- the Shang-Chi star Simu Liu celebrates wrapping up principal photography by posting a picture on Instagram alongside the director Destin Daniel with the caption reading, We made a baby and we can't wait to introduce him to the world in nine months, which is, of course is in reference to the release date next year, nine months from now. And as well, now we also have Tom Holland expressing excitement to begin principal photography for Spider-Man 3. As he landed in Atlanta this past Monday, he posted on his Instagram story saying, We just landed in Atlanta and it's time for Spider-Man 3. Let's go! Holland then teased us with the script as he received an iPad containing the read-through of the movie. He dropped it as he always does, trying to tease us, and it's kind of telling us a little bit of what's to come. He's he's gonna he's kind of you know upgraded himself from the guy who accidentally spoils stuff to purposely spoiling stuff. So here we go, and I'm hoping for a little bit a little glimpse of it in the near future. As of now, no luck, but here's to hoping. Najee, what you got? So let's take it to since we're since we were talking about Tom Holland, let's take it around to the Marvel Cinematic Universe 
Many people have been wondering who Marvel would cast for the upcoming Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac, who many people would know better as Apocalypse from the X-Men franchise, has been announced to play him in the upcoming Disney Plus series. Has it been confirmed? It has been confirmed. It is confirmed. Okay, and also we have Jake and Badalin, aka Ned Leeds, has posted on his social media that he also has landed in Atlanta. He apparently lost a ton of weight, and there has also been many people speculating that he can in time become the Hobgoblin. Although, in my opinion, it's a little bit early for that, but you know, people are going to make their assumptions. I just think he kind of reached a point in life where he's decided to lose a lot of weight and be healthy, you know, before he gets older and it becomes harder to lose that weight. Also, we are getting closer and closer to Hokus. Spoke it's too, and people are loving it. Everybody, it's been about 27 years since the release of the first Hocus Pocus, and it's about time they make the sequel become a reality. Christian Bale has been spotted in Jackie Legs' home country of Australia. This is, of course, due to Thor Love and Thunder, due to begin filming in, in early 2021. Many actors and actresses, as you know, they go early to where they're going to be filming just to get physically prepared for, and, uh, for the filming in an environment that may, may be hot and sweaty or it's dry air. Who knows how it is out there? And they're also getting fitted and they're going to be getting rehearsals. You got something to say, Mike? No, I just got to say, you know, Batman is in that film, you know. <clears throat> Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Also, we have also received word that the Prowler, uh, Miles Morales' uncle, will be featured in the new video game. And may the waterworks commence because we always know that that story is going to make people cry. We finally have a better look at Baron Zemo thanks to a new Funko Pop showing us the rest of his attire for the series. It's quite promising to be an updated take on the character and I am quite excited for it, fellas. How about you? How about you? Yay. <laughs> okay, David, do you have anything else? Um, well, yeah, I wanted to say about uh, Moon Knight. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mohamed Diab will direct the series. Although Moon Knight does not have a release date yet, production commences this year. Is the cast listing for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with Ryan Reynolds, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and Tom Hiddleston true? It isn't. It hasn't been confirmed, but IMDb has it uh, in their rumors. I mean, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. For sure. Uh, continuing on. So um, let's jump back into the universe that is run by spiders. The Miles Morales PS5 edition will also include the same suit from the hit movie Into the Spider Verse. So those who've seen the movie you will have a familiarity of seeing what you saw in the movie in your personal TV screen. So watch out for that. That looks awesome, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yo, I'm excited for that. That looks great. I like the motion capture pictures that they got coming to, and that's going to be amazing. Uh, so obviously, you guys were talking about the X-Men animated series to return to Disney+. Plus. I honestly thought it was just returning the whole series, but from what I understand, it was actually uh, a couple of episodes that they're uh, dropping on X-Men, which uh, they released the trailer over again which uh got me pretty excited because you know this is the series that i grew up watching as a kid um so he's looking forward to that so the uh, so the new upcoming um season of the Mandal mandalorian has just aired 
And um, a lot of people has been talking about the first episode. It was amazing. That a little something something happens, but we can't spoil it. You have to watch it. Yeah, it's too soon to say too many spoilers at this moment, right? Wait, but did you, you see it? Did you see it? No, not, not did yet. Did you see it? No, but you, know my, my, you, but you know my girl Mercedes is in it and she's killing the That's game. That's what I was looking for, so, but the, one of the rumors that they were talking about has come to light. So check it out, guys. Check that. it out. Continuing on, Tyler Perry Studios to be filming the uh, to be the grounds filming Hawkeye this series. Ooh. So there to you be go. honest, I feel like with the pandemic and Tyler Perry's mega stardom, stardom, no, but his studio is so big, like they could do a lot more. Yeah, stuff like, in a there. lot more stuff. Who's scared of the pandemic? They could use that. Go to Atlanta. Yes, they have a whole. Pr- a whole area to do it. Go ahead. So Bruce Banner and Mark, Ruff, Mark I mean Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, and Betty Ross, Liv Tyler, uh, is supposed to be paired for future Hulk adventures. Guys, I honestly, uh, I saw this. What are they talking about? Are they planning on doing a movie with them too, or what's the case? Because I didn't know. I'm like looking for stuff, but I didn't see that they were planning any movies for the Hulk anytime soon. But they saw they showed uh, Edward Norton's Betty Ross, who was Liv Tyler, mm-hmm. uh, with him. So um, I. I guess they are planning on doing movies with them together. That would be amazing. That would be because I mean, uh, Jennifer Connelly played Betty Ross in the original uh, Hulk, so they're doing three movies. She is signed up for three films. Nice. So she's. Remember Edward Norton's. Yeah, he he was supposed to be the three, but unfortunately, his uh, Hulk was too dark, so they made it a little more darker. With I uh, I personally (laughs) love them, so I don't know. I'm excited to see that. So let's go back to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings began shooting again over the summer after being closed down for four months. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the actor just announced that it's been finished and they finished filming. So get ready. It's coming out soon. 2021 is going to be lit with all the... I understand we're probably getting a trailer soon, so... Continuing on, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 3 is rumored to be in development. So, I mean, if you enjoyed part one and two, if part three is in, if this is any true, we're going to get a part three. Continue. So, if you're a animation watcher like me, I like watching My Hero Academia. I like watching Black Clover and I also watch it like in um, Dragon Ball Z. If Crunchyroll was your source of content in which you got your stuff from... They have we so Tony and and talks to acquire it, and it's for actually, um, by AT and T is by AT and T, which is <coughs> something Sony, I didn't Sony's know. Sony's gonna buy it off, right? <coughs> mm-hmm. Um, you gotta talk to us on that one. AT and T is a sub sub company for Warner Brothers. <laughs> so how much money are you gonna cough up? Oh, oh please. <laughs> And the last uh, bit of information, Lock and Key Director wants to helm Marvel's Blade reboot. So if you're a fan of the Lock and Key series, then there you go. You're going to have... But if, if he gets it, he's going to be the director for Blade reboot. I have watched Lock and Key. It's only one season so far, so none of you guys have no excuse to watch it right here. Is it good? Yes, it yeah. is. And, and they renewed it for season two. Yeah, so I'm excited. So that's it for Disney, Marvel, and Sony. Alrighty, guys. Thank you guys so much. That was uh, Gus J. Swirl 777 and Todoroki. 
093. 093, delivering the Marvel, Disney, Sony segment of our podcast. And now we will be moving on to... Uh, yes, and we are going to move on to our WBDC segment of our show with Logan LeBeau and Phantom's Mask. Take it away, guys. Hello, hello. Okay, today it is Logan LeBeau here. How are you doing? You know, after you guys, I got to bring back a blast from the past. HBO right now is talking with Mr. Baker himself. If anybody knows who's Mr. Baker, Clive Baker. I do. They are going to do a Hellraiser series oh, they are actually doing on it? HBO. Well, it's not Clive Baker, it's what? Clive Barker. Barker, Baker. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you a long time. They're doing a what? You guys don't even know how to pronounce your own people. Oh my They're God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yes, Hellraiser. I don't believe you. After eight films, you know, they're doing a TV show. Is that the guy with the point? Pinheads. Pin- yep. Yeah, okay. Now... <laughs> Getting to the more teenager people, you know, you guys like Degrassi and stuff. Um, we got Red Hood concept art for our teenage version of DC, you know, Ooh. our version, yeah. our stuff. Yeah. Red Hood concept art was released. Yeah. It was pretty good. I can't say it was great because, yes, we've seen better, but we have. It was, it was good, good for them. It looked cool. The, the, the mouse looked kind of weird, though. Until well, that's because it, it was like, like, like some down here. Yeah. Robot. For the budget okay, you guys okay. have, yeah. Oh, I, budget. I think I'm it, sorry. It, I'm it, sorry. It looks nice. Starting from your shows. I'm sorry. What happened to your shows? I'm sorry. Your shows <laughs> are not on a big network right now, right? Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <clears throat> Hi. All right. So there have been some photos out with the new Batwoman and her gear. Uh... Reports have seen that it, they're not lo- they're not doing the red hair no more, which is like um, for real. Step forward. I wouldn't say step forward. I would say a big change because you know if you've seen yeah. the photo before, it didn't it didn't look like Batwoman, and to, and being that she's the first African American to be Batwoman, it didn't even look like her. It looked like somebody else. But there there are now more uh, there are now pictures of her with the new hairstyle, which. Makes it even more of a fierce bad woman. I think she's gonna be great. Yeah, she does look way better. Continuing with more pictures, Empire Magazine has just released a lot more stills from Suicide Squad. Okay. A lot of pictures. Did you see the side pictures of their mm-hmm. the, the sets and then oh, the, and the vehicles okay. and stuff? It looks really cool. I think it's just sad good. that a lot of these people are gonna die. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to open up the Suicide Squad is going to open up to new potential villains to come in so right. that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool Zack Snyder just uh, confirmed and well he confirmed it <laughs> alright so what he confirmed was new scenes being shot for Justice League new scenes new shots uh, I don't know I think the movie was like what two hours so it's going to be like a little bit more this movie oh, yeah. is going to be it's like we stated last time. They, 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 they're bringing back people. They're bringing back Jared Leto. They're bringing back uh, they're gonna, they're a lot of people. They're going to do what, what, what the Snyderverse was supposed to be. What the Snyderverse was supposed to be. They're going to actually... He's like, you know what? I'm not, I, I want everybody to get what we wanted because they're moving on. DC is moving on with something else. So they're like, all right, you guys want to do this to us? These, the, you know, you, They messed up the movies. Now I'm going to make what should have been. And with everything. And, and it, it's given because, you know, Whedon, <coughs> Avenger ripoff guy, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, messed up our film. <laughs> so, you know, sabotage goes to the best of us because we're going to win. 
Yeah. Well, I think four part series. series. It's gonna be great. Four part series. series. It's a four part yeah. series. Which it's, I, eventually is gonna be, be awesome. The thing I never understood about the Justice League stuff that you guys were doing. We had a blueprint for you to follow, but you guys still messed up. But that's the with, thing. The thing is, understand. the thing is, um, DC it's didn't darker. want we're it darker. to be. We don't want to be Avengers. a copy of what they did because they're like, oh, everybody's gonna be like, oh, they're copying us, which still would have been amazing. But they wanted to jump ahead and start off backwards. So they wanted to give you the big picture and then little by little put the spin-offs and the sequels and stuff like that. But I always said I, it was I the wrong way. I agree with you that, but look how the Arrowverse has done it. They eventually introduced their people That's again, show by another show. way that was already done by DC. So they were like, you know what? If you recall, wait, who started it off first? Was DC who started off the Arrowverse? Smallville started it Smallville first. Smallville started it off, and that was well, before the Marvel Cinematic correct. Universe. That's DC. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving you guys credit. So you guys did Marvel, have. Did Marvel copy? Yes, they did. We copied and made it better. So. Oh. Yeah, true, true. Oh, oh, oh. But it has come along. So but, now. But the thing is, but the thing is, DC is re reworking its stuff and they're actually doing amazing stuff i'm excited now. i'm excited I, I can't wait for everything to come that's to come next year for marvel and dc so it's gonna be, great. <laughs> it's gonna be right. a great year let's get dc done with because we're getting and everything comes back to the old school we have right now returning tiny tune adventures but this time in a university what are you doing? What are you for? Animaniacs is whoa. coming back and now whoa. they're doing whoa. Tiny no, no, no. you said university but what's it really called it's called Luniversity. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. Only Play one on. sadness. Play one word. Almira. If anybody remembers that little girl who wants to take care of the animals but kill almost them. kill them, won't be in this show. Yeah, it's all right. But they already have already two seasons in the works. Oh yeah. Now here's the thing. Since it's, it's a lunar, it's a you know little 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 university. Little university. Do you think that you know? Bugs Bunny will still be uh, like come back as a professor. I think so. I think so. I think that's the whole purpose. That's the whole thing. Cool. Daffy Duck will come out of nowhere and just like ah. Right. I can't wait to see Plucky. <laughs> All right. That's so we, we got <laughs> some <laughs> we got some CW release dates. For those of you who may not know, some of, some of the knights over here are excited to know. We have Batwoman will right. premiere. In January of 17th of 2021, we have Black Lightning of February 8th, 2021. We have Superman and Lois, which, before I continue, I kind of find it to be a little a coincidence. They don't fit the roles, but I'm they, excited. No, to no, see. no, not, not the characters, but the showing. So we have two showings starting on this, releasing on the same days. So we have Superman and Lois and The Flash. Same day on February 23rd, 2021. So the time's just gonna... Look at that. Yeah, it's a different hour. I find that a coincidence how they're both showing on the same day. It could back be it could be that, you know, like they may be doing a, cross, a crossover. No, 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 no it's because no, there's so many shows on the CW that take know. slots during the I week. Mean, the CW has yeah. bought up every comic book thing that DC but has. But and now they're going listen. into other things and by it, stealing Archie comics. But anything is possible. And ruin it. Hey, but you gotta think about it. Even the universe thinks DC's better. That we're starting off the year with us. Yeah. So, sorry guys. Continue. You know. sure, guys. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. They always say you Mark the Mark Goodenhouse. Mark. Oh. Ooh. 
Ooh. Mark <laughs> Guggenheim is said that he is considering to do an Arrowverse movie if it was announced, which would be awesome. So they did, because I think Mark Guggenheim was already attached to the DC TV mm -hmm. universe Arrowverse yeah. thing. But if they actually played with the idea of doing an actual... He would do it. Based on the comics, he would do it. That would be a and it would, it would I be don't awesome. know if it would I be that it. good, though, because we're so used to seeing them in one sort of budget, and then to see them upscale, like... Are you no, saying no, no, cinematic no, movie? Just cinematic no, like movie. a cinematic movie. No, talking could, about no TV it, movie. It could be a cinematic movie. I don't know, but sometimes but actors are better on TV than in films. Doing, you know? uh, they're already doing a crossover, so by the time that, it, let's say, they actually paid a game of that... We already wouldn't be too amazed because we already seen it. Not only in the DC TV universe, it's going into the Marvel universe with the multiverse of madness, and now they're doing the the Flashpoint paradox. So if they were to actually do it, we'll be like, okay, nothing new. Well, technically, we still saw, we got a little glimpse of Ezra Miller on the Flash. So with, we might get that into this Flashpoint paradise. Yeah, with Grant Gustin's Flash. That would be crazy. Because I remember seeing an interview when people were complaining that they didn't, why they didn't use Grant Gustin to play the Flash in the movie. I think they said that something about the movie's supposed to be darker. It is. Okay, let's try to look at our comments. Let's just right. try to finish this quickly. Alright, so I guess they have made some quick updates with the Gotham, uh, Gotham Knights uh, first look at the uh, the grid format of Robin, um, following the footsteps of the of the reveal of Barb Barbara Gordon's Batgirl costume. I'm guessing and I'm assuming that uh, because they have made updates for her outfit, now they decided to make updates for others as well. Um, all I can say is that the updates are are pretty are, are pretty good. You know, they they're a little more better than they were before. You know, this is a, the game is still in development. You know, still making this sweet. This is Tim Drake. That yeah. So they want to make sure that they're getting everything on point, so that way they're not messing up everything. Especially being that it's a whole different side of the. Uh, That's of PS5. The, it's well, the four game will come five. out four, four and five. five yeah. I wish it was Damian Wayne. Well, we all get what we all wish we and you don't Remember, people, this Tim Drake is not the Tim Drakes from the Gotham Arkham City or Asylum. It is a completely different version, different universe. That's why I don't want anybody getting confused. So just make sure you got that correct. Okay. We have Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Neil Gaiman is busy right now helping out with Netflix with the Sandman series. Like we stated last time, it begun. And now it's begun again officially. They officially started, and it's, I can't wait. It's supposed to be scary, and it will adapt stories. Now, my question is, is it going to be a cartoon? I thought this was going to be a no, live, live action, action movie. Live action. Because the thing is, from what I saw in the stills, it was an anime. Because they don't know what they're doing yet. Like, right now, it's just pictures. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yes. <coughs> the, uh, the Last Man... If you guys know what that is, yeah. Why the last man? Why the last man? It's called why, why the last man. equals the last man. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay, the last man. The series has begun filming and will no longer use a real monkey, although one was used for the pilot episode. They have confirmed to PETA that they would use uh, exclusively computer-generated um, imagery to portray a monkey character. So I said, well, like CGI? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, the Umbrella Academy used. Okay. All right. Yeah. So basically, yeah, they're definitely gonna use CGI for it, uh, for the monkey character when production resumes this week. Um, 
I know. Uh, animals are not meant for entertainment purposes uh, was the importance of this article. Now, I just hope that since they're going to be using CGI, that hopefully they don't mess that up. Again, I'm sorry. I'm not good with names. So, Mr. Joe Magniello, Magniello revealed his Deathstroke look on the episode in Modern Family. Yeah, he, if you saw the image, he was with the mask and, and the, his wife and the hair and everything, and the hair was all blonde. And also, and also in sad news, we have Stephen Amell right now is diagnosed with COVID-19, folks. He's Stephen Amell. He's going to recover. <laughs> with all those pull-ups, he, he better. Yo, man. With all those pull-ups, he better. This is Stephen Amell we're talking about. Come on, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. DC Stargirl, here comes Gus. Let's go. <laughs> has officially found its latest villain on Monday. Three Billions. Oh. Sorry. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. You're right. Villains. On Monday, three new casting updates were announced for the series, which is set to debut entirely um, on the CW and its upcoming sec uh, second season. The ex expanses. I, I was gonna say, I guess. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. The expanses. Nick's. I don't. Know, what? Terabay. Terabay. Oh, okay. Nick Terabay is said to portray Calypso. Eclipse. Eclipse. Sorry. <laughs> he said Calypso. Eclipse. Uh, and will appear in a series in um in his in his in the regular role. Uh, the affairs Jonathan Cake, meanwhile, will recur as the Shade. Project MC Two's YSA um, Lisa. Is that what that is? That's her name, Lisa. Just like Sai, I keep seeing PSI or something. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. never get that one right. Uh, has also been cast as and a character. <laughs> I'm not gonna go for Lisa that. Listen, okay, her I'm name. Sorry. Listen, she knows who he is. Wonderful person. Has also been cast <laughs> as a currently unknown DC character. Uh, there have been set photos that have been released as well. So we're not gonna get just one villain. We're actually no, we getting three, three villains. Let's go! Exactly. I'm excited for that. Well, we actually got like four or five this season. The first season yeah. one. Oh yeah, true. Okay, going back now again, old school. Two weeks ago, we released that saying that they're gonna do a Tom and Jerry film. Now, they're gonna be part of the Macy's Day Parade, oh. which we can't be part of because we can't go see it. So what are they gonna do? Simple. Do them. Marvel does put a lot of CGI in their films, you know. Damn. <clears throat> That's all they gotta do, man. It works. It works. All, right. all you have to do is just copy what the rest of us are doing, and you can't. You can't okay. fail. What's going on with old school? We have Tom and Jerry. No way! You already did the Tom and Jerry. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I got my thing wrong. But you know what? Tom and Jerry's still old school. The other old school would be Gremlins. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, the original was the best. I've been waiting for part three for all my life. <laughs> the years to come, and still this manga is still, you know, better than ever. Is it part two? Yeah. There's a part two of the new batch. Yeah. Uh, All right, so Gremlins has another movie coming out called Gremlins Secret of the Mogwai. It gets an animated series on HBO Max. Well, it's not a movie, but oh, it's I'm sorry, an yeah. It's a series. I apologize. So, yeah, it's coming back, uh, but in, in, a, in a short little series. So, hopefully... If this makes it big, we'll get a part three. Probably. Because supposedly so. Zach, the guy, and the girl are in talks to come back to reprise it. Right? Right. 
Turtles. Copyright infringement. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are back in the theater. 30 oh. year anniversary. All right. I, I am so that. old. Oh, I am so so old. How is that copyright infringement? Because that <laughs> is the animate. I was gonna sing the song. Yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm old. We're old. Well, thirty not that years. Old. Listen, thirty years 30 isn't years. really that old. I mean, you're still alive. You still got a long life ahead of you. You're not even sixty, seventy. Relax. And now, comic book news. We have a new spoiler with Ninja Turtles as well. We're stealing your name, Marvel. I'm sorry, but the last Ronin. Oh, I read that. For man. the Ninja Turtles. I got that special edition, bro. Let's you know when came out? Yeah, yeah. Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. With all four. Michelangelo. Everybody was speculating Raphael because, you know, badass. No, but but you got know. Michelangelo. I which I want to see this because I want to read if he becomes more serious. I'm bringing it out for you guys. Wait, where did you get it? Uh, Clockwork Comics. Dude, I gotta Clock. go get there it. There we go, there we go. Now, second news. <laughs> Sorry, we got some uh, some excitements going on with the Knights. Uh, yes, another comic. We have Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy finally tied the knot in DC Comics. About time, we got the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Now we got their wedding. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And DC has released the first look of Nubia in Wonder Woman and Future Set State Events. So they have a series called the Future State Event and the Nubia will be the new Wonder Woman and she is black and she looks amazing. She has the long curly hair and she looks just as badass as Wonder Woman. So. <laughs> Alrighty, and that concludes our WBDC segments of our podcast. All right, all right. Awesome, all right. awesome, awesome. Uh, this is where uh, oh, I just want to thank Logan LeBeau and Francis Mass for that bit of of, of news. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thank you, Lions, for, for guys, for uh, for coming in and listening to our podcast for the DC and the uh, CW side. Alrighty, this is where uh, Phantom's Mask and um, uh, Gus J. Swall 777 could uh, decide to stay around or disappear as we talk about wrestling, which is uh, the set, the next segment. <laughs> Alrighty, so continuing on. Uh, so, this is news that is not related to the shows. Well, some of it is, but stuff that has happened. Randy Orton is the new 14-time WWE ch champion tied with Triple H. Anything to say? Anything to say? Dwayne Johnson will take that title, and he will be I champion want, for the 50th. The Rock will take the title. I what are you talking any, about? I want anybody else to go up to Ric Flair's thing besides Cena. So, I, Randy Orton's a good choice. I thought it was a bad choice to end Drew McIntyre's reign. I thought. Well, I mean, he eventually, should. now he gets more in a deep battle, not only with. Uh, uh, Randy Orton, but eventually, you know, now they're over here pushing the whole thing with Bray Wyatt again. So I think it's going to be like a triple threat type thing. And if Triple E decides to jump in there, there's actually going to be war. Yeah, but I still don't agree Randy Orton being champion because we could have had the same storyline with Drew McIntyre as champion, though. True. Continuing on, the next bit of information that uh, stands outside of the WWE shows, Sasha Banks is the third woman Grand Slam champion in the WWE history. Mercedes. That's my girl, Charlotte Flair and Bayley. 
the only other two wrestlers who has won NXT Championship, Raw Championship, and SmackDown Championship. Well, welcome to the club, Becky Lynch, the last four horsewoman to become the Grand Slam Champion. So now, only problem is, will the curse of Banks still go on? Yeah, never defending, losing after the first defense. I don't know. I think they. I think they're gonna hold it off to her because they, they've been building this up for so long. They, they built the other ones up, and, and she lost it within two weeks. Continuing on, WWE's Becky Lynch gives first look at her baby bump. It's actually just a picture of her in the shadow, but you see her stomach. What do you think? Did you see it? Yay! Nobody cares, right? <laughs> Continuing on, WWE Paige's Twitch channel banned. I can't deal with uh, this company anymore. She has this whole rant where she breaks down and cries about it. This is where uh, Logan LeBeau. You get your moment to shine. Tell us what happened. Well, right now, WWE has the thing going on that they don't want their wrestlers portraying their talent likeness on other social media accounts. So far, the only person who was allowed to do it technically was Up Up Down Down channel on YouTube, which was Xavier Woods by himself with co-hosts. Uh, so what happened was right now, WWE released a new contract with all their talent saying that they want a certain percentage of whatever you make through anything social media or outside wrestling organization because you're still using your likeness which technically we own because your name is on our contract like right now for instance if let's say Dave D. Saints decided to become a wrestler and I choose your name to be Batman Joker just for the heck of it you're signing the contract with your real name so that gives you the right to, for me to say I own your real name too because your name is on my contract. And that's what they're doing. Right now, Paige signed a new contract after she did it. And the problem she's having right now is that WB wants 35% of her earnings off this. And she broke her neck. She literally said it. I broke my neck twice for this company. I've given up wrestling for this company. You don't want me to train anymore. And you want to take what I make now in a month than what you guys give me in three months because I'm not being used. She is legitimately pissed, and I'm saying yes. Let her be pissed, because I would be. I would be... Yeah, all these wrestlers. Adam Cole has to, might have to change his. AG Styles might have to get rid of his. The only person who won't have to is because he struck a deal with WWE first, and that's how WWE made the merchandise, the up, up, down, down title, the shirts. is because they're, they're also profiting off their merchandise. It's crazy because... Uh they did this WWE never thought this was a threat no. but now they're making a good amount of money they're like hey wait we're not making money because of this pandemic we're gonna have to take earnings off of that yeah. so and, it's and, crazy and it's, it's a lot of people it's Lana she does stuff Natalia does stuff sometimes you have um, just about everybody Selena Vega so, yeah, so uh, Selena uh, Vega Alistair Selena Black, Vega Aleister Black AJ, AJ Styles, Styles Xavier Woods Cesaro and Tyler Breeze are the main seven that do a lot of stuff and now for them to, Tyler Breeze is safe because he's with up up down down now. He's yeah. Uh, he's left right left right. But it's it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Anything you have to add to that? Well, Logan LeBeau has said it all. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to go into up up down down because that's that umbrella. It's safe. Like how. But the thing is, they can't make their own money. They're gonna have to share money with the other people. But. 
All right, let's see what happens. AJ Styles suspends his Twitch and Mixer accounts amid WWE's new third-party policy, which we just spoke about. Arrow Stephen Amell suffers back injury performing stunts for new wrestling series Heels. So what's that show about? Is it a real wrestling show or what? No, it's, 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 I, I, I didn't read much about it yet, but I know it's a show about... It's going to be a show about wrestling. The only thing is that it's not nothing realistic. So is it like Glow? Glow's realistic. Yeah. Glow's, Glow's a documentary. So this won't be a documentary. This is an actual show. And the final bit of outside news, uh, The Undertaker appears on The Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon. Did any of you guys get to watch that episode? I was going to start watching that until we started the podcast. No, okay. I saw the Adele one on Saturday Night Live. No, but I'm talking about The Undertaker. Yeah, I know. I saw, just saw that. <laughs> All right, continuing on. We're going to talk real briefly about the, the shows and then whatever you guys saw, whatever. Starting off with Hell in a Cell, R-Truth defeated Drew Gulak by pinfall to retain the 24-7 championship. That, that thing's still relevant. Hell in the Cell, I quit match. Roman Reigns defeated Jey Uso to retain the Universal the Championship. Best match of the night. Elias, Elias defeated Jeff Hardy by disqualification. The Miz defeated Otis by pinfall to win the Money in the Bank briefcase. Hell in, a, Hell in a Cell match. Sasha Banks defeated Bailey by submission to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bobby Lashley defeated Slapjack by submission to retain the United States Championship. Hell in a Cell match. Randy Orton defeated Drew McIntyre by pinfall to win the WWE Championship. Now, anything you guys have to add to that? The only two matches that I care for on that card was Sasha Banks versus Belly and the Hell in a Cell with the Usos, with Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns, mm -hmm. due to the fact that just personal aspects of it and that. It just all of it personal aspects. Even with Sasha and Bailey, they've been feuding since 2014 from the from NXT from NXT with um, Brooklyn match, the first Iron Woman match. So I just find those two the best matches of the night. For me, it was the whole buildup of Morrison and Miz with Otis that and Tucker. That pissed me off because the thing that, is, that, that, that they thought that, that he was too big to ever win, and he's too nice, so they took the briefcase. It's, it's not. It's not even that. It's just that the buildup they had for that whole storyline to end it with Tucker betraying Otis. Yeah, that. And that, that's a completely different no storyline. So it's like, and then now to find out that Otis, I mean Tucker, is retraded back to SmackDown, is completely oblivious to me. Like the trade's done, and yet you still could trade someone back. So it's like, what's the point of separating them if they're both back on SmackDown? They could sure. do that with the New Day. <laughs> Moving on to Raw after my birthday on that day. I'll put in segments. Drew McIntyre addresses his loss to Miz and Morrison coming out and trash talk him. Miz stating he will eventually have to title again. McIntyre has enough and unleashes uh, anger on the two. Miz saves Morrison with McIntyre vowing a bad night for the two. Later, there was a match between McIntyre and Miz. McIntyre dominated Miz and took out Morrison on on the outside before Claymore and pinned him. Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. AJ, AJ pissed to have to qualify for the first round contenders to the Survivor Series team states he should be the captain of the Raw team. It is accompanied by a massive bodyguard. Jeff Hardy and Styles lock up once Hardy get got in the ring the bodyguard intercepted midway as the show went to commercial once returned. The fight continued with, with two finished with with a phenomenal arm to finish him and pin him after Elias uh, after Elias smashed a 
uh, a guitar on Hardy's back. Lucha House Party versus Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa, which whatever our truth somehow came down looking for little jimmy during the match and everybody tried pinning him for the 24 7 championship dorado ended up pinning gulag to win the match while truth ran away elias versus keith lee elias promoting his new album gets pummeled by keith lee fight ensues with the with hardy eventually making his way out and pays elias back with a guitar to his back the Hurt Business versus Retribution Elimination Match. Hurt Business is an attempt to get rid of... Uh, wait. Hurt Business in an attempt to get rid of Retribution addressed in a promo with a challenge to Retribution. The fight commenced between the teams. A brutal foray enveloped with Ali getting himself disqualified by attacking Alexander with a chair. Nikki Cross versus Lacey Evans versus Lana versus Pete and Royce. Fatal four-way for the final spot of the women's team with Lana winning and joining Shayna Baszler Nia Jax, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. Nia, with congratulations in mind, went to offer Lana her glee, but decided to put Lana through a table instead. Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. The battle commenced, and there was no take away. There was some take control moments with both sides having near wins until Sheamus finished Riddle with Bro Kick for the win. Uh, and the final uh, segment was a moment of bliss. Moment of bliss. Alexa interviewed Randy with Randy making aware, uh, making her aware of his surroundings. Uh, uh, asks Alexa, where is Bray? Being that he is always lurking around. Alexa reminded Randy of burning Bray's cabin. As the interview continued, McIntyre's intro sounded as both uh, superstars fought. The lights dropped and when they came back, Alexa was gone. Orton was on the ramp and McIntyre was in the ring alone. Behind or in appeared the fiend or in seemed to be in a trance went back to fight McIntyre so what do you guys think about that um that episode overall crazy I love crazy. it I, I I will always say it I love Bray Wyatt and his character that he creates every single one I love amazing. Alexa's freaking look and like that I love her new gloves oh my gosh pain and, pain and play she was just so and, sick and, she looked like I don't know if you guys ever seen Bioshock or played the game Bioshock. Yes. And then you see that little girl next to her. Um, that's what Alexa reminded me of. She's like uh-huh. the little girl with this monster behind her. Daddy. So sick. That Bray Wyatt guy you mentioned, that's the guy who also plays the Fiend or whatever? Yes, he, oh, play, okay, he okay, does gotcha, double yeah. characters. Okay, yeah, so... Oh, I will only say I was only interested in the last segment, which was the Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Because I like... Just a combination of them. And did you see the Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse segment in the I beginning of their show? And when she, poor rabbit, he's he always, always dying. He's always dying. Like she poisoned him, and um, I loved it, the whole thing. And I like the run around, the runabout with Randy Warren and Bray. How they have history. This is how you build magic. rebuild a storyline. From start to finish. That's it. Alrighty. Continuing on, everybody. The next thing that we want to talk about, NXT Halloween Havoc. NXT Halloween Havoc kicked off with a brilliant title match. And we got a brutal women's match as well. Blackheart hosted the show. And we even got a Haunted House of Terror match as Halloween special. Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. Doubles playground match for the NXT North American Championship at Halloween Havoc. Johnny Gargano defeated Damian Priest to become the new NXT North American Champion. 
Santos Escobar versus Jake Atlas at NXT Halloween Havoc. Santos takes the win. Cameron Gimes versus Dexter Loomis. Haunted House of Terror match at NXT Halloween Havoc Part 1. So what does that mean? Because they had two parts to this. So it was like, what, they fought first and then they no, jumped what, to something they, else? They, they, uh, they were outside at first fighting in a park in a woods. And what it was is that they, it's basically a film. That was all filmed at first. Oh, so it was okay. And it, they had cuts. It was a cinematic. Yeah, match. in the beginning. And then it, they wound up at the end okay. in the ring. All right, so uh, Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez at NXT Halloween Havoc, which was Rhea Ripley defeating Raquel Gonzalez. And which that match should not have happened, I'm going to be honest with you. And then we have Cameron Gimes versus Dexter Loomis, Haunted House Terror Match Part 2, and Dexter Loomis defeated Cameron Gimes. Yeah. Because I think that Cameron Grimes is a you piece of You would have loved that ending. Why? Zombies came out. Oh, that's pretty sick. And it was like they were surrounding Dexter Loomis, and I, I loved it. I loved it. That was pretty cool. All right, continuing on. Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Tables, ladders, and chairs. or oh, and scares. Match uh, for the Women's NXT, NXT... I mean, championship, the Women's Championship of NXT. Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae to retain the NXT Women's Championship. So, what do with you guys the, say? With the help of Ghostface. Oh, Ghostface came out? Ghostface came out, a wrestler. I just think up. that... Uh, what's her name? Uh, but it was two wrestlers, though. What's, his, no, the first girl, what was her name? The one that... Um, Io Shirai? No, no, no. Blackheart. She looked oh. hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, the, speaking of the Johnny Gargano match, Ghostface came out on that match as well to help Johnny Gargano <laughs> win. Same as this one, but she, he failed. Uh, Candice LeRae lost. And mind you, hint hint to all the Nightmare Before Christmas fans, that's the attire they were wearing. He was dressed up as uh, Tim Burns Jack Skellington. And she was dressed up as Sally. I saw it. Yeah. So it was, but um, people are giving speculations on who Ghostface is because a male came out for the male match and a female dressed up in Ghostface attire came out for the female match. Who do you think that is? I'm assuming it might be um, the speculation is the Austin Theory as the man because technically they have no idea what to do with him. The other choice would be Kieran Cross, but Kieran Cross is going for the NXT title, so we have no idea who else would be. Did you see it? You said Kieran Cross. Kieran Cross. Killer Cross. Why would he help Johnny? And that's that's, that's, that's the thing. He's the only other person who would be that's not in wrestling right now. But you do realize he always it up. Yeah, but I follow him on Instagram, and no, it's not him. I was saying, so it's only them two um, that are out. I would say I've seen. I only paid attention to. The ladders, chairs, and scares match because I love Candice LeRae's how she does, how she takes bumps and she puts her body on the line. I haven't seen any woman take fall off the ladder from the in ring to the ladder on the outside. Besides her, she's the first one, and I love. She reminds me of Lita because Lita was the only woman who was comfortable and that they felt comfortable taking bumps from men and kind of slow is like that too why is it that nxt is still better than the regular other than the main roster Triple H. Because, because a lot of these indie wrestlers know the struggle on keeping the fans on their feet and it's also the direction that they have Triple H at the helm and if you notice that Triple H was also director of smackdown too and that's why we had the when you're going to explain it on SmackDown, uh, I'm going to explain more of it. 
All right, continuing on, I guess these are just honorable mentions because obviously you guys don't watch NXT UK and I haven't seen it in a while. I will eventually watch it. Walter outlasts Dragunov in an unbelievable battle. Walter defeats Dragunov to retain the United Kingdom Championship. Then, um, I don't know her first name, but I'll just mention that Valkyrie defeats Dana, Dani Luna. Eddie, Eddie Dennis orchestrated an attack by The Hunt on Mark Andrews and Flash Gordon Webster. And uh, finale, Jordan Devlin is back and he defeats Levi Muir. Muir. Um, and that's pretty much the whole thing on on uh, NXT UK. Uh, AEW Dynamite. AEW uh, Tournament Semifinale. Warlow versus Hangman Adam Page. Adam Page defeats Warlow via pinfall. Eddie Kingston versus Matt Sedal. Kingston defeats Sedal by submission. Then they have a town hall meeting. The meeting was about MJF joining the inner circle. Wrestlers asked questions until Eric Bischoff came um, out. Asked some good questions, ultimately leading into Jericho's building a match at full gear between Jericho and MJF. If MJF wins, uh, he'll be in the inner circle. MJF stated he would do just about anything to win, being cut off by Ortiz and Guevara, who don't want him. He don't want don't want him in. So they made a match for themselves for next week against MJF and Warlow, stating MJF wouldn't make it to full gear. TNT Championship Lumberjack match between Orange Cassidy versus Cody. Cody defeated Orange Cassidy by pinfall. NWA World Women's Championship Layla Hirsch versus Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb defeated Layla Hirsch by submission. Sean Spears versus, uh, with Tully Blanchard versus VSK. Sean Spears defeats VSK by pinfall. And then the final match of the night was a semi-final eliminator uh, match between Penta L0M versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega defeats Penta L0 by pinfall. Did you guys by any chance see anything to do with AEW or hear anything of this past week? No. This week, no, because I'm on a marathon right now. And you, you know me with my marathons. I have to watch it to end. If not, I don't watch nothing else. What's your marathon again? I just finished The Bly Manor. Oh, okay. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was amazing. I know. Continuing on with SmackDown. SmackDown. Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler qualifying match for Survivor Series. Kevin Owens wins. Bianca Belair versus Natalia versus Billy Kay qualifying match for Survivor Series on SmackDown. Bianca Belair wins. Murphy and Aaliyah were out together on SmackDown, and Murphy said that he has done terrible things, and that's why he needed to apologize to Dominic and Ray Mysterio face to face. Seth Rollins came out and w- was willing to accept the apology and asked if he wanted to join him in a one man cult i don't know whatever that means dominic attacked rollins murphy moved dominic to the side to beat seth and uh he eventually got away while dominic and murphy brawled uh ray came out Aliyah intercepted dominic and ray confessing her love of confessing her love for murphy sealing it with a kiss the Street Profits versus Cesaro and Nakamura. The Street Profits defeat Cesaro and Nakamura. Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso qualifying match. Jey Uso wins. And then the SmackDown after Hell in the Cell saw a huge twist in the Mysterio Rollins story. While we got three uh, Survivor Series qualifier match, Roman and Jay had a showdown while Banks got a title match on her first night of champ, to, of being a champ. What do you guys think? Um, like I was saying in the previous 
with NXT with Triple H, that kiss that was between Aliyah Murphy was due to Triple H because he was brought up um, because something about the guy who's originally the director on SmackDown um, was like tired or something like that. So Triple H, it was his. So I guess people did not like that kiss because you know the age difference. That's stupid. Like, why do you even care about that? For that me, thing? I feel like she is a she's nineteen, which makes her she's an adult. Adult, and don't forget, her father is there with her, with her brother. With her brother, but both parents are also there too. So you have to remember, if it's consensual, both parents but did agree. Point blank, she's nineteen. Mm-hmm. She's eighteen-year-olds are having sex on in porn movies. Uh, that's considered an adult. So why do they even care? That's what I, it's not pedophilia. You're right. Stupid. What did you think? Anything? What for SmackDown? I love how I called it almost a month ago. That Roman Reigns is going to have a, a group with the Usos, and it's officially happening. Potentially happening. Alrighty. Uh, these are just honorable mentions for 205 Live. Aria Davari versus Kurt Stallion. Kurt Stallion defeated Aria Davari by pinfall. Everrise versus the Brian Kendrick and Mansoor. Mansoor, the Brian Kendrick, defeated Everrise with a pinfall. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Alrighty, now that we are done with the wrestling segment of our uh, podcast, we are moving to our review segment of our podcast. Um, so I'll go first. Uh, Borat. We, I saw, well, actually, three of us actually saw this last week and we forgot to mention it. Borat, subsequent f- movie film, delivery of presti- prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. And that's actually the title of the movie. Uh, it's the follow-up to the film to 2006 comedy centering on the real-life adventures of fictional Kazakh television journalist named Borat. Honestly, better than the first, I thought. Funnier than the first, I thought. Um, and, I mean, the stuff that he goes through to make these movies is just uncanny. Uh, it's a definite watch for me. If you guys want to watch it, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Funnier than the original. Oh, yeah. All right, continuing especially on. Especially with him bringing his daughter in this one. Huh? Amazing. Him bringing the daughter in. Yes. I love the fact that he says, oh, I put baby in her. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's next? Uh, as I said before, I saw the the haunting of the Bly House, Bly, Bly Manor. Manor. Oh my God! Oh man! Okay, if no one's if no one's seen it, this is not a season two of the haunting. It is a complete spinoff. The haunting is the name of the series. Bly Manor is the name of the show. Gotcha. The, um, it's I did not know. They're books. They're oh, stories. Okay. Wow. They're based on true stories. They're, they're based on stories. And literally, Blind Manor was amazing. I, I, I'm i huge. I'm a horror buff just like you. You're into the old school. I'm into the I don't care as long as it scares me horror. This thing, it did not scare me. But it left me with Easter egg hunts. And it, it was amazing. I, I just loved it. I loved it. From beginning to end, to me, this is this has to be one of the top three shows on Netflix right now. It was amazing. Yeah? It was amazing. I'm only in the third episode, but it I'm loving it so far. It's amazing. It's crazy. 
Alright, what did you, have you watched this past week? So I uh, finished season 6, I am now on season 7 of The Vampire Diaries. I'm one season away from finally finishing that show, and I am on season 3 now of The Originals, also finally. connected to The Vampire Diaries universe. So uh, I've been watching that as well as, uh, like Mike said, uh, that show he just watched, but I'm excited to see what's to come. Alrighty, continuing on. Um, so I don't know if you guys knew about this. Um, along with the Marvel movies, there's uh, little segments that they add into. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, you'll you'll get two. You get two. Um, um, yeah. So along with the Marvel movies, there is a little segment that used to be uh, released alongside with. Of the Marvel films, which is like a little news clips and all that stuff. So a lot of these are uh, they happen within between the movies of the Age of Ultron, Ant Man, and all those movies. So it's called W H I H Newsfront, a series of news bulletins on events within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as presented by reporter Christine Everhart, who was the reporter that was trying to make out Iron Man to be a villain. Uh, it was in the, it first was, movie? in the first movie, yes, and then they she ended up having sex. Didn't she, they? Yeah, they did, and they uh, she appears throughout the whole series as a series of news things, which is on all the TVs. Nice. So if you go online and you look up W H I H uh, Newsfront, they'll give you all the episodes. It's literally like twelve episodes, and they're really quick episodes, mm -hmm. and they talk about all the movies that have come out. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I would love to see all it right. with J. Jonah Jameson. That would yeah. be crazy. I'm sorry, guys. I accidentally ended up... Uh, Cutting off a Todoroki. For some odd reason, I thought that he already had gone. But yeah, he is going next. So I've been watching a movie called The Letter for the King that's on Netflix. It's about a boy who actually witnesses a knight. Because in, you know, Babylon times, King Arthur's ages, knights are, are people of noble. So he's seen someone murder his parents. But... This kid actually discovers he might have abilities, but there's also a twist at the end, but I enjoyed it. It's the more of like a British type um, movie, but I recommend it and I enjoyed it. All right, here we go. Now, with people with kids, as in Gus J. Swirl 777 and Phantom right. Mask over there, there's a movie, Over the Moon. Oh, my son's seen it like seven On times. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, I know. I For know. anybody who lost a parent, yep. this movie is amazing. Yes. It has nothing to do with Disney, nothing to do with Pixar, and to me, it beat them over the water with this film. This film, I, I literally shed it a tear. This film is so good. Like it, it is. Uh, it yes, makes you appreciate different yeah. things, like step parents. Yo, it is like so worth it. I, I, it, even if you don't have kids, watch this film. Yeah, watch it definitely. No. Oh. Alrighty, so um, I uh, this movie was it's, it's an abomination. Um, so I found out that uh, this movie actually dropped. Uh, it's the sequel, prequel, whatever the heck I don't know, equal of uh, a movie that came out in the 90s called um, The Craft. Uh, sequel. Uh, it's called The Craft Legacy. A group of high school students form a coven of witches. Uh, sequel to the 1996 film The Craft. So, um, yeah. Uh, 
uh, what can I say? Uh, so Logan LeBeau made me aware that the movie was dropping, and obviously, being a fanatic of the original film, I definitely had to watch this. But when he stopped, when he was watching this film, he was just leaving me comments on on our chat on Facebook, uh, such negative comments. So I was like, oh my god, maybe I'll see it a different way. So I had an open mind, and I sat there and I started watching the movie, and I started trying to 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 look at the positivity behind this. First and foremost, they made little girls. I don't know. They just looked so young. That's um, you would like. Yeah. No. That's 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 what I said. I think that Gus would like this. Uh, Excuse me. This I do not. Criticize but the thing movies. is, I'll tell you right now. The one actual storyline in that film that I actually kind of was getting into and enjoyed was the the gay boy. The yeah, gay. Yeah. He was the only one that yeah. I actually fell for. Yeah. That I actually believed. Um. I just. I just. In the original film. The girls used uh, their powers to actually better their lives in this film the girls were actually using their powers to become popular which was pathetic in itself um and um the one time when you actually saw that they were actually getting into the whole okay the heartfelt thing about finding out that the boy was gay and all this other stuff at that point i was like all right they're going somewhere with it but when they decided to go totally different they, they threw a curveball and yeah. the acting just felt so horrible it wasn't even a curveball because you kind of felt it well happening. the father yeah that, that was a curveball uh, but the what? only thing that actually, besides the whole gay uh, uh, storyline of it, the one part that made me actually... <gasps> was the ending. The ending, when you actually the get to ending. see... Uh, spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't watched the movie. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. You actually get to see a uh, comeback of one of the characters from the original film in this. Which we will not say who it is, but it was actually nice to see. Yeah. I hope they don't make a sequel, a third one, but they might make a part three to this. They, they might. They might. But it, yeah. It does, it, hope, hope goes straight to DVD. This is coming from two he old school DVD, babies. Yeah. This is coming from two old school babies who saw the original and know that the original is well, always better. Uh, but we have two new school babies in front of us who uh, will probably watch it. And we'll enjoy it. Um, so yeah, the school, the school element reminds reminds me of what you guys talk about with Degrassi. Yes, that's yeah, how but, I know you guys will like. Uh, it. No, no, that's we're not, not new that. school babies because you know new school. <laughs> I would, would be like, like to say we're on ninety babies, and I have watched. <laughs> well, the because crime. you guys are open to garbage like that. We're not. Dang, really open bro, to you that. crazy man. We're not. No, open no, the to thing that. is, we're open to everything. We don't really criticize in a negative way as much as you guys do because we're just more open-minded. That's just we how don't we discriminate are. against yeah. anything. I don't anymore. discriminate against anything unless it makes sense. No, no, I'm not saying you discriminate, and but I, I just got, think I enjoy. I haven't gotten to Riverdale yet, so no. But I, I just think, <laughs> I think uh, people nowadays enjoy things more than look, people back in the day. Look, you know, okay. The craft. No. The craft. This. The craft part one was so iconic for us. Like no, it, you it, watch it too. It, you said you yeah, saw it. It was it was but I'm talking like for our generation, it was the supernatural film. Like it, it was supernatural without even the, with the special effects. The girls it were the girls in high school were supposedly 16, 17 year olds and stuff like that, but they looked more mature. Here they have Girls that look like they're prepubescent. As a matter of fact, yeah, they are because one of them gets her period. So they're very young and they, they're they like, oh my God, like having these, like, I don't know. I hated that one scene when one of the girls like, I knew you were part of a, I'm like, what the hell my, is my, she doing? My thing I hated about it is that it felt like they knew their powers already. Like, yeah. Like they, they, they were like, they, oh, we, we were doing one, this whole lo long before you should. In like, the no. original one, they were like, oh, we're learning this. 
And in this one, they're like, oh, we already knew him. We saw you and we knew you were part of our clan. So, and then they go off and they're just doing things to get popular. Maybe there's like going to be some sort of, if they make a sequel, so they're going to explain the history behind it. Like something, no. maybe some of them like. If, if you watch this film, the reason why that does not happen is because the way it ended. Okay, the way it ended yeah, is legitimately, it's going to combine both films and it's going to be in a, in a, now my question to you is, when did that happen? And you said, and I said that it's, oh, it's, no, there's only one scene. There's no, only one. But she scene. wasn't riding him because he had his pants no, tied. That, he had that he, we know of. He didn't get that naked. we know of. He didn't get that naked. we know. I think something happened where she was released and she ended up back in. No, I I, I think. But it let's was that stop scene. it there because they haven't scene. seen it. They haven't seen it, so let's uh, continue. All right. So who who else? You you got anything else? Do you no, want that's it. Um, you. All right, uh, no, uh, we'll do that when we finish up the whole thing. Uh, yeah, because uh, me and Gus and his wife are watching a series of movies. Uh, when we're done with that, we'll, he'll be able to give you guys. What else did you watch, uh, um, Logan? Woo! I we already saw Witches. That we saw, which yeah. was bad. This week, I'm going to watch Come Play, so I'll let you know how that looks. I got to go to the movies to see that, so I'm, I'm watching the theaters. I'm going to watch Legacy, um, <laughs> The Craft Legacies, because I did love the original one, because the theme song that they played, I am how, how far, yeah, how far is now, is the theme song of Charm, so, you know, I like, go. I mean, I haven't seen anything else. Alrighty, so, um, yeah, uh, I saw a movie uh, with Adam Sandler. I'm pretty sure one of you guys saw it not too long ago. Uh, despite his devotion to the hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois is a figure of mockery for the kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. Well, this was an Adam Sandler film, um, just like any Adam Sandler film. They're pretty silly in their ways. Uh, this was actually funnier than his last films because, I don't know, it, I feel like Netflix is just popping movies up left and right. His contract's almost done with Netflix, so maybe he'll go back to doing regular films. Uh, continuing on, I don't know if you guys want to go. Uh, the Croods. I saw The Croods Part 1 because I'm getting ready to watch Croods 2. After their cave is destroyed, a caveman family must trek through an familiar fantastical world with the help of an inventive boy um you know uh what's his name um nicholas cage was in it uh emma stone and a bunch of other celebrities who voiced their characters and uh it was actually uh, uh i'm surprised i missed this movie it was actually really really good uh continuing on riverdale i mean clever man series two so I already spoke about Clever Man Series 1, which was uh, Australian show. It was absolutely boring beyond my mind. But obviously, I had given time for the Season 1. I had to watch Series 2. So Clever Man Series 2, the series was renewed for a second series on June 2nd, 2016, six months after uh, having received uh, four... $450,000 in funding for screen S NSW the second series aired another six episodes in 2017 concluding the series with a total of 12 episodes again 
this deals with uh, uh, races, uh, a group of humans who are racial toward these group of people who are known as the Harrys, and they literally want to destroy them because they call they call them uh, underhumans or something like that. So there's this boy who uh, becomes powerful. He is known as the Clever Man, and he heals, um, so they could stab him, so, you know, all these different things, and he won't die. Uh, so he stands up for the Harrys. Uh, in the end of the show, there's this big old finale, final fight between him and his brother. Uh, who looks like he becomes a Harry himself, uh, becoming more powerful. Uh, but uh, it makes no sense because the way it ends, it looks like they left it open for a series three, but um, they just left it as that. Um, so, um, again, saying this show was ultimately boring. It's supposed to be a superhero show, but they left for the, they left everything for the last episode. So they call it a mini series. So I guess that's why it was like a long, long movie, but it was boring as hell. And now. The creme de la creme. The finale of my movies. Riverdale season one. While navigating to the troubled waters of romance, school and family, Archie and his gang become entangled in dark Riverdale mysteries. All right, so I've had a big dispute with Gus no. because Gus J. Swell 777 keeps talking about that this was superb because he loves the way uh, things have advanced throughout the times. Now, I am literally an old school person. I have seen the comic books. I see that the comic books are totally different than this uh piece of garbage uh from the cw but you can see that cw is always buying up comics from all tips diff, you know different types of areas they did the whole cw and i understand cw as long as they kept the superhero there they made they made up their own uh storylines keeping the the soul of the show intact um Archie Comics uh, was always like a relationship type comedy type thing. Uh, I saw this. Could have been more like uh, Dawson's Creek meets um, C-Dub, uh, was, uh, Dawson's Creek meets One Tree Hill meets the OC type of a show. Um, so they decided to go different with it and they made it into uh, Dawson's Creek meets, uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, what's that show with uh, uh, the uh, Veronica Mars uh, meets Supernatural, I guess. Not Supernatural, your show, but a Supernatural aspect to it. Uh, to me, some of the acting seemed a little too pushed, some of a little too forced uh the writing was definitely really fast paced because in one episode uh veronica meets betty and all of a sudden the next episode they're the best of friends and they vow to never backstab each other in their lives which is ludicrous to me because uh it takes a long time to build that type of uh, connection with anybody um uh archie went from this like uh in the comic books being this like oh i don't know what's going on trying to be you know the lovable person and all that stuff in this one he's like this heartthrob that everybody's like jeweling over um and jughead i mean jughead is probably uh one of my favorite characters in it although jughead was always uh portrayed in the original comics as this uh like maybe a dumb uh football-esque type uh, of dimwit, but here he's like this loner, uh, uh, manic-depressive type of character who gets the girl but decides that he's like, oh no, I want to put drama in my relationship because it's a dramatic show that need had needless drama, which was totally uncalled for. But somehow, through the season, I kind of grew more in, in enthused with his character. And um, 
uh, I saw a little bit of season two and I was actually excited to see him. But in the first season, I was more uh, happy with the parents than the kids. I actually was excited that Luke Perry was in there. Molly Ringwald came back. Ski Orridge was also in there. You had Lachlan Monroe. A lot of people that I grew up watching in my in my youth. So um, that's the things that saved it. I'm actually excited a little bit to see the second season because uh, the way they left it off in the last season, uh, maybe like uh, like Todoroki uh, said, uh, the second season it picks up even better. So just to see that there's this universe going on with uh, Riverdale, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Nancy Drew, and now they're going to do this new Tom Swift uh, spinoff off of Nancy Drew. Kind of excited to see where it's going. Uh, I won't say that it was a complete bore because it did have me. I just said it was a lot of needless drama that I could have dealt without. Um, so here's looking forward to the next season. And uh, it's not over yet, right? See, Riverdale's still going on. So let's see what it has to let's see what what new adventures the Riverdale cast gets involved with. Uh, do any of you guys have to add anything to your shows or nothing like that? Alrighty, so uh, just to let you guys know, this was our happy Halloween special episode because uh, Halloween was yesterday. So here's the cast of uh, the Knights of the Roundtable wishing you a happy Halloween. And uh, just to let you guys know that the votes are on what was it Tuesday? So make sure you go out and vote. Uh, we do need those votes, people. Uh, if, even if you hate uh, uh, Trump candidates. or you hate Bi Biden or whatever the case, we do need those votes because we need a change in this country. And the change will only come if you get off your lazy ass and actually make a vote. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Again, this has been the Knights of the Round Table. And I am Dave D. Saint. You can reach me at Dave underscore D underscore Saint. Um, and uh, on on Twitter, face, Facebook, Snapchat, um, all the social medias. If you can't find me under that, you can find me under David Santiago. And this is Gus J. Swirl, 777. Logging out for the day. You can find me on Instagram under that tag or as Augustine J. Swirl on Facebook. This is Todoroki093. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and now you can find me on TikTok at Aries Dodgy 093. And I am Logan LeBeau. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and PlayStation as Logan6336 LeBeau. Before we do the last one, I am Ariel Dean on PSN. So uh, if you guys want to play video games like Dead by Daylight, Ariel Dean won. And your fifth and final night, this is Phantom's Mask telling you guys to. Drive safe if you're listening to this in your car. To be well and stay golden. Pony boy. <laughs>